Yo, check us out. Chuck D, public enemy. Yo, what's up? This is DJ Yellow from the world's most dangerous group. What's up? This is DLC, the Diggy Diggy motherfucking God. Yo, 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 what's up? This is your boy, Z-Man. What up, dog? This is Esha. This is Jerry Heller, motherfucker. This is your boy, DJ Paul KOL for 36 Young Busy Bone. Vice Warp. This is your man, Matt Mine, the Hellraiser. Yo, this is DJ Ready Red. What up, what up, what up? This is the real Rick Walsh, and you listen to me on the Murder Master Music Show. Thing 
I mean, you've done a lot of dope things, but that's the hardest thing since the devil made me do it. That track is just so hard. Man, how did you come up? I appreciate that, man. You know, I mean, it's just pent up. But I mean, if you if you do political hip hop and you do you know socially yeah. aware music and you're anybody with half a brain that's been paying attention to anything that's been going on, you ought to be angry. And so all that push up, pent up at rage, you know, just kind of came across on this project. Um, and you know, man, I still like to you know flex the skills of being able to have dexterity and rhyming too you know so it was just like one of those things where i just want to do it and make it be as brutal as it could be and you know and 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 and, and put chop that one up to this to the books so i'm, I'm glad that it's been received the way it's been received you know and then and, and i'm fortunate enough to be paired with an animator that can really bring all the shit that i want to life in the way that i want to have it conveyed and so the video that accompanies each one of these releases, you know, is intended to be at least as strong as the music itself. And and I'm, you know, at Gorilla Funk and the, the team that I got right now, we're in a good place. And so, uh, you know, I just, I just keep bringing it like this. But, yeah, thank you for that. I appreciate it. You know, uh, have you got any uh, re- rebuke or anything from, from Trump? Because he's known to go nah, after hell people. Nah. Nah, but you, <laughs> you know, know what he goes after, after he goes after people that don't know how to rumble yeah. you know you got to realize that dude is used to being a bully with people that are not used to confrontation my entire career has been built on confrontation and I've banged on people a, 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 a lot more in depth and a lot harder than he is you know and in previous administrations I've had run ins with secret service I've got FBI letters I've, I've had that I've been down that entire road you know, and uh, and I'm probably one of the few artists in existence that's been around as long that has had more negative interactions with the press than positive only because of, uh, of the content that I put out. So I got to always have my guard up. I got to always be able to, you know, get down in any situation and I got to be able to state my case succinctly in a way where I can beat down anybody that's coming uh, after yeah. me. Uh, and and you know it's 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 just kind of one of those things that's built into the type of material that I do. Now, granted, you know when I first got into hip hop, man, I wanted to be fun, <laughs> and this shit is not fun after time, you know. And I gotta gotta go to gotta go to war with press and you know and that kind of shit. Um, I really just love making solid, aggressive music that I enjoy listening to. You know, I did another another interview not too long ago, and somebody asked me, you know, um, what what the objective is of what I'm doing, and, and really, man, I'm I'm kind of almost on the page at this stage in the career where I'm making music for myself. There's not a lot of shit that I hear that is on this page, like almost nothing. And um, you know, I'm like, well, you know, fuck it, if if if, if I have to be the person that ends up being the one to do it so that I have something to listen to on, you know, along this, this, uh, you know, on, on the, on these lines, along these lines, then, then so be it, man, it's gotta be me. That's not to say there's not other conscious hip hop artists out there, but you know, I'm not on that. Put a flower in the cops gun barrel shit. You know, I know I see a lot of that kind of could this kumbaya police hugging, can we all just get along, reach across the aisle? Shit, I'm not on that page. And I'm not on that page for a reason. 
because nobody else seems to want to reciprocate in kind. So, um, very yes, true. Brutally, kind of unapologetic shit, you know, and that's the page that I'm on, and and you either fuck with me or you don't. I'm very well, comfortable I, I, in the lane. I that commend I'm in, you, uh, you know. for going route because um, <laughs> so you. many people they won't speak on the realities that's happening in um, you know society. Um, uh, I really like, uh, you know what I'm saying, uh, Safe Space Invader. I also like uh, Public Enemy, you know, what you're going to do when the grid goes down. Yeah, I do too. Um, you know what it is, man? It's, 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 yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's not that I fault other artists for not doing it because a lot of yeah. times you can't really, you can't speak on what you don't know. And I know, you know, I, people hit me up often about, you know, why the younger generation doesn't speak out and blah, 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 blah. Well, shit, man, who's telling them? Nobody's told them shit. Yes, you can find out pretty much anything you want to know with the click of a a, a keyboard and a, and a, and a you know, a, a search engine search. You know what I'm saying? You can find out pretty much anything you want to know online. But if if people don't know about it, and especially hip-hop artists who, you know, I mean, it's not like education is some shit that we stress as a rule of thumb in the, in, in the hip-hop community as as it's presented, you know, on a corporate level. Um, so you got a, a, a bunch of folks that are concerned with, like, bottle popping and, you know, girls and club, you know, being in the club and that kind of shit, and, and there's a lane for that, and it's cool, and I don't down it, you know, but I also know that I don't look for anybody that's you know, half my age to tell me shit about life. And I know that if you're going to do something where you're going to be on this page where, you know, and I'm not saying I know it all, you know what I mean? I'm not, I'm, I'm, I I would, I never, you know, uh, be like that. But what I will say is that, um, you know, I have life experience and you have to have a certain degree of life experience to be able to speak on the shit I'm talking about and to be able to, you know, to, to convey it from a place of, of wisdom of having a, lived through a lot of shit and uh you know so when, when i hear somebody who's a teenager talking about um he's tired <laughs> and you know and uh you know and trying to give me some like life wisdom and shit it is it, it very rarely do i come across somebody that's young that has you know that 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 has uh the depth of range to be able to speak on shit that i want to hear and it's not for everybody, you know. Like I'm, yeah. I got a song out now, Office of Space Invader, called "Turn the Key," which is about gentrification, which is not yeah. exactly some shit that you know you in the club to, you know. But no, no, it's, it's, it's something that no I know shit. I wanted to speak on. I know a shit that uh, you know affects a lot of people. I know that you know income inequality and and lack of opportunity and racism and and all of the negative shit that goes along with trying to get by in life in America, especially for people of color, is amplified by COVID. And right now, you know, um, housing inequality and and displacement, uh, that shit is very real. It's not something that you necessarily want to party to, but it's something that I wanted to speak on on this project because there are root causes to it. And, you know, when, when, certain elements of society are set up to uh, uh, not only not benefit people that look like me, but also serve to restrict access, then that's something I want to talk about. Yeah. And, and, and again, I commend you for doing so because, again, gentrification, things like that are important. 
know, um, people need yeah, to know right about on. it. Don't even realize what's going on as it's happening. Man, so I, I just like- did the, the, I appreciate that. The, the the thin line is to make that shit, you know, uh, entertaining. You know what yeah. I mean? Because the medium still is hip hop, so it got to slap. It got to be cool. It got to be something that's easily relatable. You know, and it's a much more difficult line to toe because it ain't like motherfuckers be like, oh man, you hear that gentrification slap pairs did, man, that's that shit. You know, people, people ain't on that page, you know, like they want to hear battle rap or they want to hear some shit that they can dance to or whatever. So this one was kind of going out on a limb for me because it's a little bit different from the norm of what people are used to from me, you know, but yeah. this, this project has a lot of releases associated with it and, you know, I'm only halfway through it. So, um, uh, video is for a single Walk Like a Panther. Walk Like a Panther, that's going to be your next video. Um, are you going to uh, yes. kill him with animations again? Or? Oh, yeah, all of that. Yeah, it's not, you know, each style is a little bit different. But, yeah, there's a, there's a you know, an epic video attached to it also. So, you know, yeah. get right back on the horse, man, and, and, and bang it out to the world. Well, you know, I'll I tell you what, you know, I, I've been a subscriber to your YouTube channel for uh, many years, and, um, you know, Nobody Moved, man, that's, uh, man, that's got over a million, man. Congrats on that. That's yeah. huge. I, um, I appreciate that. Yeah, that that one is, you know, a lot of, it, it, that's one of those songs where you don't even really need to fuck with hip-hop. If you, if you trip off of the, a lot of the comments, there are a lot of people who even claim to be Trump supporters that slap their shit, you know, and... And, and people from all different walks of life. So, yeah, I'm, I'm just glad that people are listening. There's yeah, nothing yeah. worse being an artist. That's If you're an artist and you're serious about your craft, man, there's nothing worse than putting out projects that go unrecognized. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I would prefer you to hear some shit that I do and be like, I can't stand that shit. I don't ever want to hear it again. That's one thing. It's another thing to put out some shit that you really care about and have it go unnoticed. <laughs> that's a that's a pretty brutal pill to swallow. That just just means that you know your 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 network is not set up to be able to reach people in general. Now granted there's gonna be hella people that don't fuck with me anyway. And there's gonna be a lot of, you know, younger if you if you got TikTok on your phone, chances are you ain't fucking with me, right? You, we already know this. And if you are somebody that, you know, watches M T V and you just listen to commercial radio and that kind of shit all the time, chances are you ain't fucking with me. But for those people that claim to like hip hop, that um, like hip hop for all the flavors that exist within within hip hop, then hopefully there's something here for you. Oh, there is, man. We're gonna give them a taste of that right now, man. This is nobody moved by Paris. <laughs> Don't go nowhere. We'll be right back. One, two, three. It's that mad ass sucker free gorilla with the get back. Seems you forgot who you fucking with. Rip pump in my lap of this Manage and brandish your mind Been damaging these old brands lives since 89 Hard proof to your speaker from the booth From the bay to Southern Cali Central Valley Steady slumping, slumping I'm on the mic P-Dog laying in the cut to strike Apply pressure with aggression No stressing but at the same time Contemplating how I could bubble and push my same line With murderous intent Convince a proletariat to listen The uprise and the wise eyes Open wide, ride or die Hit a battle cry 
Why you not a to fight? Get him. Somebody move, not a gigantic. Real spit, we the shit. Race this, keep saying it loud. Somebody move, not a gigantic. We the truth, never lose. Keep it moving, steady, doing us proud. Somebody move, not a gigantic. Back from office, it's just talking, and it's talking, getting real like now. Somebody move, not a gigantic. With that pow, pow, chicka, pow, pow, chicka, pow, pow, pow. Get on that on that now, now, who the realest? Never bow down, fuck they feelings. Buckle up, knuckle up, cause in this, the return of authentic hard truth.
And so I just track and I track and I track and then I pick the, 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 the tracks that appeal to me the most and I'll assemble an album um, based on the ebb and the flow of the music by itself before I even put lyrics to it. And so I already knew that this track, you know, had that slump to it. And, you know, I like making music that make you want to punch a motherfucker in the face. <laughs> you know, that's just the shit that, that gives me that raw, aggressive hip-hop is at its most effective when it's uh, raw and it's aggressive and it's in your face and it's and it's brutally unapologetic. That's the shit that moves me. And um, that's not to say that you can't touch on fairly tender subjects, but you still, the, the, it's, it's the presentation, you know, I want that shit to hit and the and and to assault the speakers, and uh, you know that's, that was that was the approach. You know, I, I probably recorded I don't know shit twice as many songs as what ended up appearing on this album. This album is is a short one for me, clocking in at probably around thirty eight minutes. Um, coming off of Pistol Politics, which was a double album, which was hella long, so um, you know it's just depends on how I'm feeling at any given time. 38 minutes, but it, I mean, it flows together yeah. so perfect, you know. Thank you. It's, um, I appreciate that. No doubt, no doubt. It's almost, um, like a, uh, almost like an album that, you know, like a pre-CD era album. You know, before yeah. CDs came out, there was a time limit on, on records and shit, and, which was, you know, roughly 18, 19 minutes aside, so you all of the music yeah. released before CDs came out was, you know, somewhere in the 40 minute range. And, uh, and then CDs start making, you know, hour and a half long albums and shit. And I just didn't want to have anything. I, I didn't have that yeah. much to say, you know, and, uh, and I don't want a bloated project. I just wanted something where, you know, each song would just hit you and keep it moving. So I'm, I'm very proud of and happy for, you know, how it came out and, uh, well, shit, well, on to the next one. Yeah, definitely, definitely. But one one of the things too, you know, we were talking about earlier. You know, you you didn't want to do a project, of course, obviously, and and then it, you know, nobody really hear about it. I always thought right. I felt that way about you with your lyricism. I always thought you were one of the dope lyricists. You know, what I'm saying of our time. Um, and uh, whenever they make these Thank stupid you. lists, you know, uh, you never see cats like yourself. You know, it's always the same ten yeah, you people. Know what? And Eminem's usually a lot at the of top. That. Yeah, yeah, but you know, wh- whoever controls a printed word is the one that in- inevitably makes those kind of decisions and shit. So I don't really trip off of it. You know, um, I look at it this way: I love hip hop, but I don't live hip hop. You know, yeah. and there are some people who are always active, who are on twenty, you know, who release two albums a year, and who are on social media twenty four seven doing all kind of ridiculous shit. And that's just not been; it hasn't been my thing. You know, um, prior to the setup for this record, I think I had made two posts on social media since Trump got elected. I just didn't give a fuck. So, you know, I had a lot of catching up to do because I don't live my life through the prism of social media. You know, a lot of people, a lot of people's lives are dictated by it. A lot of people make all of their decisions based on social media, where they're going to go on vacation and, you know, what they're going to do, you know, on any given day is, you know, is it Instagrammable and that kind of shit. And I'm just not on that page, which hurts me in terms of, you know, um, people's awareness of me in general, 
you know, so there's, uh, it's almost like every time I put out a, a project, I'm, I'm playing catch-up. Y'all, man, yeah. I, ain't, I ain't heard from you in a couple of years, you know, and it's like this kind of thing. But, shit, man, that's that's how it always was before social media. I just <clears throat> It's one of those things I never gave that much importance to, you know. Like it's I like come a out, social media. And where, pardon me? I said social media see, can be like mental disorder. Man, and, and it's, it's also some shit that's hella time consuming. Right, so yeah. this time around, I, I I got at a firm to be able to do my social media management. <clears throat> so it's a company that does that shit, and I provide them content, and they schedule everything, and you know maintain everything as best they can, and and uh, you know so there's a much more of a of a kind of a concerted effort to be sure that I hit people regularly, and 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 uh, you know that I don't just fade away in between projects. <clears throat> That's how I grew up listening to music, though. You know. If I didn't catch you on the road, I didn't know shit about what happened to you since your last album until your next album came out. <laughs> that's just that's, that's just real what talk. You know what I'm saying? Nope. So, um, you know, and and I always have been a person to, to subscribe to the belief that once you, you know the, the the music is what's going to stand the test of time. If you take the time out to create it, you know, to craft a good project and you want it to be a snapshot in time that's representative of how you're feeling at any given moment, you know, for for the particular period of time that you created it. But once it's out there, it's out there. There ain't no do-overs. You, you know, that's why I don't like I don't like doing shit that I can't control. I don't like randomly posting random video of some shit off my phone or anything. You know, that's that shit. Once you put some shit out there, it's out there. I'm about quality control, and I'm about you know. Um, I hate to say it because it sounds like corporate, but brand management, you know, you have to, you have to tend to the shit that you create and you have to create, you know, treat it as though it's valuable if you want anybody else to have value in it. So, um, you know, I'm selective with the kind of shit that I do for interviews and I just want to, you know, I, I'm here. So obviously I value y'all. Right. But as a rule of thumb, man, you know, every, everything is not for everybody. I don't need to know, who fucking who and who got fat and what you ate for lunch and what your cat is doing and all that shit is not my thing. I, you know, I don't, and that is for a lot of people, but it ain't for me. And, uh, you know, at the risk of sounding like a, some kind of spoil sport or some shit or somebody that don't want to play, um, I don't want to play. So, motherfucker, take that how you want to take it. <laughs> that's, it. that's real shit. But uh, let me go back a little bit, though. You were talking about, you know, you were catching up on all the Trump shit for four years. That had to have been like a nightmare overload, man. What were your thoughts when you were going through things and discovering different things that this motherfucker's done the last well, you know, four years? I, well, I was aware of everything as it happened. Yeah. So it wasn't like I was getting caught up to speed, you know. Um, but, I mean, when he got elected, I was like, motherfucker, you deserve him. I really felt like all the shit that, that he's giving you is shit that, that you deserve for the denial of facts, for people playing with it. And, you know, and, and, you know, a, a lot of times people argue like there's no real difference between the parties and things like that. Well, you know, it's, it's very easy to say that kind of shit and to check out. Uh, it's, it's almost like copping out of being involved in the process. You know, it's, it's almost like kind of a too cool for school kind of thing to say. But I tell people to be involved on on, on every level uh, 
of things that have to do that directly impact their lives, you know, um, be directly involved in our organizing, be directly involved in local politics, be directly involved in voting locally, be directly involved in voting nationally, be directly involved in shit that doesn't have anything to do with voting, but be involved and, you know, and understand that voting is, is a part of, it's just a small component of, you know, um, taking control over your existence. And, yeah. you know, a lot of times people are like, man, voting ain't never done shit. Well, yeah, voting has done shit. You know, you see the, the just the implications on the Supreme Court alone are enough to make you not fuck around with this. The response to COVID alone is enough that should make you not fuck around with this, right? So for the sake of getting this COVID shit under control, um, I'm glad that America made the right decision. I got hella problems with Kamala Harris and Joe Biden. I've spoken on Joe Biden before and uh, and uh, in the Obama administration, so it's not like I'm partisan, but it's just a, a, a colossal failure in leadership right now that we're going through. And people, very, you know, shit is shutting down again. People getting sick again. This shit is not a joke. It's not a hoax. It's not all that silly shit. You know, I, I know people say that. You know, could it have been something that was initiated to get Trump out of office? Maybe. Because Trump was a disruptor, maybe. I'm not going to say that that's not the case. But I'm also going to say that that shit affects people in a very real way, regardless of what the fuck the cause was. And it's not being managed correctly. And no, so here we no, are. It's a disgrace. Um, you know, yeah. uh, there should be all these deaths and uh, all these cases. And like you said, they're shutting down the country again. Um I was even tripping. They was forcing kids to go back to school right away. Uh, I was like, what the hell is going all on? All that shit. All of that, you know, it's, it, you know, it's the the politic the the politicization the politicization of healthcare and of 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 basic things that we should agree on. You know, arguing facts. You know, climate yeah. change denial. Arguing science. You know, how the fuck are you gonna argue science? And, yeah, uh, that, and and it's just it's same. just uh, you know it's it's it's. We live in an era where everybody kind of gravitates toward these echo chambers that that reaffirm shit they already believe. You know, so yeah. if you like left-leaning news, then you're going to watch CNN, you're going to watch MSNBC. If you like right-leaning news, you're going to watch Fox all the time. And then you can complain about the mainstream media, even though the shit that you're absorbing is mainstream media at its zenith, right? So, you know... Uh, there's a lot of misinformation going on and, you know, a lot of people only gravitate toward shit that they hear coming from sources that are like-minded. So, um, it's going to be very hard to undo that shit. That's why people can't agree on anything. And there's no, no. real end in sight. You know what I mean? There's no real end in sight, but I, I do know that people's political differences now kind of speak to a a, a a fundamental makeup of their character, right? So I can really determine the kind of person you are based on who you fuck with. If you are willing to overlook a bunch of shit, you know, for the purposes of the economy, and you can overlook people's need to access health care, you know, overlook, you know, blatant racism and, you know, and all this other shit, that just tells me something fundamentally about you. You can, it's not a deal breaker for you, so... You know, I can't really fuck with you like that. I always bang on shit that has to do with inequality, no matter what. Lack of access, you know, these, the, you know, police brutality, um, um, 
lack of opportunity. You know, I, I bang on these same themes all the time, regardless of who's in office. You know, it's just that yeah. there was one very, very distinct enemy. It's almost like paid to be an enemy. You know, you want to put your conspiracy theories hat on. It's, like, it's almost like you can't, you could not have come up with a better villain that is more kind of like universally reviled than this motherfucker. And yeah. so, it, you know, when you start thinking about, okay, well, shit, if everything, if, if, if everything happens for a reason and, and, and nothing is by chance, then, you know, maybe the lack of the lack of COVID response and maybe the, you know, the, the, all, all of the vicious vile shit that has occurred as a result of this administration is not because of inept of inept ineptitude, but because it was designed that way, which is a whole nother conversation, you know? So, yeah. um, yeah, I just, absolutely. You know, you know, it's just it's it. I just think that it, that we got to be alert, man, and uh, and to be more reliant upon one another, and not look for the government to do shit for us. Right? That was uh, like the classic flaw in the argument that Cube made to me. Man, I'm not. You know, not only was the shit that you that that what you did in cosign allow these motherfuckers to co-opt you and your message. But none of that shit is promised. Nothing is going to happen. You know, if you're looking to the government to save us and shit, that is never going to happen. And that was the fatal flaw with that logic. And that's why I can't fuck with that. And uh, it's a bitter pill that a lot of people got to take. I think when you're young and you're idealistic and you think that certain shit is going to just change and shit because you say so or because you get out in the street, march and tear up some shit or, you know, go get arrested or whatever, man, that's not the case. The protesting yeah. and shit just mitigates rage. That's all it does to me. It doesn't really change shit. It just tempers your rage so you're no longer as mad as you used to be. And it gets you in, you know, in, in, a, in a bunch of like-minded people, you know, in, in the company of a bunch of like-minded people. And, I, you know, people will argue, oh, protests have changed shit over time. Or, boo, boo, boo. I mean, that, in, in, in some instances, that's the case. But in 2020... In, in in the last ten years, protests have been set up basically to to allow people's rage to simmer and to and 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 to be reduced in terms of what that might otherwise do. So that's why I don't fuck with them. But you know, I'm I'm, I'm thankful for the fact that there's a racial wake, a reckoning, a racial and a and a, and a, a you know and a, and a reckoning for women too. You know, I'm I'm thankful for that. I just want to see everybody get what they're supposed to get, but um, I'm not about reaching across the aisle. I'm not about trying to reconcile with motherfuckers that have proven they don't want to get down with me. And that's where I think a lot of people come up short. Yeah. Yeah, you can't um, you can't go out there and expect something from well, heartless people. You know, people that have, yeah, have yeah. put in positions of power they tend to lose their heart, you know. Um, I don't trust a politician just like I don't trust a lawyer or a Man, look, cop. look. And so, you know, now you get Biden as, like, hiring GOP consultants and shit, and, you know, and yeah. he, man, he's already talking about he doesn't want to pursue anything having to do with, like, Trump going to jail and shit like that. And we're back on this same reach across the aisle. Let's unify the country shit. Man, fuck that. Motherfuckers want revenge. They yeah. wanted revenge when they put Obama in office. They, you know, they wanted Huey. They didn't want 
you know, like passivity, right? And 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 I'm I'm seeing that same shit because a lot of people about to get their feelings hurt again. This is this is not a scenario where we have left and right. We have right and less right. <laughs> That's yeah. pretty much our goal. You never get anything that is truly for the people and by the people, and you know that that truly takes care of anybody else. You always get these just these these varying degrees of conservatism. Well, like the uh, the late great George Carlin said, um, "There's a big club and you ain't in it," and uh, that's, that's the truth. Pretty much. You know, and there's a bigger club that you are in, which is you know a bunch of motherfuckers that are disenfranchised. Yeah, you know people could come together and do something, but you just got too many scatterbrains going in ten million different directions to unite on any front. Yeah. And it's sad. Yeah. You know uh, we shouldn't let. Um, one percent or two percent or whatever control the rest of us. Um, mm-hmm. Let's get a different perspective, man. Let's go to France. I got my brother Sin. Um, I know he's got a couple questions for you, real quick, Paris. Sin, are you there? Yes, yes, sir. Hi, hi, Scott, and uh, hi, Pale. What's good, bro? It's a yeah. I'm very fine. It's an honor to have you on the show. We're really Right on. I appreciate that. Thank you. Yes, sir. Um, can you tell us about the classic song uh, "Bring It To Ya" with Constance Daughters, who remind mm-hmm. police brutality and uh, America and uh, America KKK back in the right. day? Uh, yeah, he wants you. You want to talk about "Bring It To You"? Yeah. yeah so "Bring yes, It To sir. You" was a song off my Gorilla Funk album. Uh, it was off of the album Gorilla Funk, and it was a collaboration. It was about police brutality that I did with the Conscious Daughters who were uh, an artist on my label at the time. And uh, it was another chapter in my ongoing commentary about police brutality. And it's something that I touch on on pretty much every release because it's something that never seems to improve. And, you know, I was speaking with somebody not too long ago when I was saying you can pretty much take any record in my entire catalog and play it today and everything that was talked about on that record is relevant today because things never really yes. seem to change there's an ebb and a flow where things get a little bit better and then they get a little bit worse and then they get a little bit better and then they get a little bit worse but they never get better and stay better and so I see things become topics that people want to address and they spend a lot of time focused on those topics until they forget about them and then they go away. It's almost like hearing about a shark bite in the news. You know, you ever hear about somebody getting bitten by a shark in the news and then it's like a, a million motherfuckers getting bit by a shark in the news <laughs> for about two weeks and then you don't hear about it anymore. You know, it's like there, there, there are issues that concern people for a specific period of time and then they die down. And it seems like police brutality is getting a lot more of the focus than I've ever seen it get um, lately with the Black Lives Matter movement and, you know, all of the associated activities that have gone along with that since. But is there going to be any real reform or is this just a lot of lip service? We'll see. Yeah. And also, Conscious Dollars was, uh, were from Oakland and Oakland was the yes. uh, birth of Black Panther Party. It was That's a correct. Reagan for that. That, That's right. 
That's yeah. right. And so, uh, yeah, the Contra's daughters were um, um, from Oakland uh, initially, and, and they are a female rap duo that had a pretty good run in hip-hop for, for some time. And then a uh, special one, Carol Smith, she passed away, sadly, a few years ago, and, uh, and yeah, they disbanded. And, uh, yep, and now uh, uh, Carla's still around. She's doing her thing, uh, peace to her. But uh, yeah, it was it was an honor to be able to get down with them and to empower their voices. So I look upon that period fondly, you know, at good times with them. Yes, sir. Yeah. Can you tell us also about the the books of uh, poetic knowledge you you told about in a uh, Gary Funk, like Ivan Fansachima, Runoko Rashidi, you know, Francis Kweswelsing, like uh, Aziz Papers. Right, right. Okay. Yes, so, so you know, Anthony Browder and Francis Cress Welsing, and these are famous black authors who have done landmark writings that, you know, people have absorbed and shaped their political viewpoints from over the years. Um, I paid homage to those because they were things that, that sparked interest in my wanting to know more about myself when I was first exposed to them, the Browder Files, the ISIS Papers, um, the Iceman inheritance, you know, all of these things, the things that I soaked up at the beginning of my political awakening. And then, you know, and then of course being in a nation, you know, that was a, 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 a my first experience of being in a scenario where there were a lot of like-minded people that actually were concerned about the community, right? That, that at the time that worked for me, you know, um, coming from the birthplace of the Black Panther Party, there's, there's always been this, undercurrent of activism and excitement toward, you know, kind of community involvement. That is, it feels like it's unique to the Bay. I haven't experienced that anywhere else. And, uh, you know, all of that shaped where I was coming from and it's all infused in, in, in the music that I create and the people that I associate with. So that's what that's from. Uh, Thank you, Sid. I like to, Um, yeah, like Hakim Arubuti too. Was relevant and uh, even Fansachima. <laughs> but uh, Sin, thank you, brother, uh, yeah. for calling in. And it's only yes, right sir. we had somebody from yes, France call in. When we got Indeed. Paris on the line. Indeed. I appreciate um, you, my man. Take care. Hope to see you on the man. road. Oh, yeah, man. Definitely, man. Because, you know, music right now, I mean, it's really fucking with the artists, you know, because you guys you know, go out and perform and things of that nature. And um, you really got to have that right. online, online game going right now pretty good. You know, and thankfully, that's been a, a strong point for me because I've never really been a touring artist that much. You know, I, I, I go on a, a, a real tour probably every four or five years. It's not something that I do regularly. It, it hit my DJ hard because he's a touring DJ. He's on the road 200 days a year or something like that. But um, I've always been more online based and I always uh, have had a, 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 a solid organization to be able to, you know, facilitate online orders and, and you know, the, the, uh, the store and I've always had a solid presence online. So it's been, (coughs) excuse me, it's been a not too big of a transition for me. Yeah. You you definitely prepared. (laughs) You were ready for something like this. Yeah. Uh, I don't think anybody (laughs) ready for something like this. I mean, you know, we've all had knowledge that this could 
happen. We've seen it happen in other parts of the world, but I never thought we would see the whole world affected at once, you know? Yeah, Just, yeah. Uh, exactly. Insanity. Yeah, you know? exactly. So, you know, man, sadly, uh, sadly, uh, this shit is affecting a lot of people um, in ways where I don't even know if, you know, a certain section of the population might not even really ever recover. Um, yeah. It's almost starting over completely, you know, for a lot of people. But, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm fortunate enough, and I had the foresight to not really rely on music to be my bread and butter on a day-to-day, you know, so I really kind of come in and go out of it when I feel like doing it. And, uh, yeah. you know, so thankfully, thankfully I'm kind of insulated from a lot of this shit, but, you know, definitely trying to, trying to speak to issues that are of concern to people and to provide help when I can. So there it is. Well, keep doing it, Paris. And, um, you know, before right we get out of here, I want to tell everybody, please go out and get safe space invader. Um, we're going to give them one more track as we leave. <laughs> this one's called something about the West coast, man. Some G funk right here, man. Um, why don't you break down this one for us, Paris? And, and but before you do, man, give them your info, yeah. man, where they can uh, get everything and, and um, you know get up with you. Yes, sir. I'm at gorillafunk dot com. That's gorillafunk dot com, and um, I'm on all of my socials are linked to that. And um, this next song is is called something about the West Coast, which is pretty much self-explanatory. It's about a vibe. It's about um, a feeling that you get um, pretty much soaking up the influence of uh, everything that I've experienced and and the musicality of it all is really kind of a throwback to what I came to love about hip-hop. This is something about the West Coast from Safe Space Invader on Murder Master Music. Thank you. 
was on my people as an option. Taking it back to boulders from the shoulders, straight squabbing. Bringing back composure with the losses. No doses, just focus. No hopelessness over this. Police rolling over, over some bogus quota shit. Banks with the homeowners, also foreclosure shit. Politicians posted like they don't notice the homelessness. You know I got a bone to pick. You know I'm letting them know what's going on with this moment in time and space. Collide my rhymes with bass in this murder was the case. P-Dog came to lace my loved ones on Howard's hell being black and young. I once was, but now I push this OG status. No beef cracking. More retreats going toward promoting peace. It's crazy how these woke and unlightened motherfuckers got all the answers, but ain't got no reputation in these streets. It's deep seas. Now we can funk up in these streets so we can get this money. Pull up on them with the heat or we can get this money. Continue living like a sheep or we can get this money. Only your bark would think it's getting money. Shit is funny. A crucial element to empowerment in this country. I ain't trying to see the homies as monkeys for companies. Fuck waiting on some crooked culture vulture dollars. It's about increasing knowledge and achieving scholarship. Spread love. It's the Bay Way. No AK spray. Just payday plays. I'm safe straight late. Information up on how to make a buck. The street said drop a great one. So I gave him one with something you could slap phones to. Shoot dice to recite through Miranda rights at one time. Slide through hard truth. You know what it is. Rest in peace, George Floyd, Neil Wilson, Primo Mia. Fuck the pigs.